Welcome back, Rebels. Mate, I'm in a... I'm in a... I'm in a... I don't know what I'm in, mate. I'm in a... I'm in one of those very... A cage of emotion, like one of those those very, very, very self-reflective moments. So allow me to go a little bit deep, maybe way too deep for as we're recording this at 9am on a on an early morning. But um, I was just thinking about life and and the purpose and everything that we're doing and what we're creating. And it's funny when people come up to me on the street, probably one in 10 of them say, I listen to your podcast. And as this podcast grows and thousands and thousands of people listen to it, I put extreme pressure on myself to to deliver value in these episodes for, for it to help people, for it to actually change what they're doing and for it to maybe change the trajectory of their life, for it maybe to just give them a positive feeling that morning. And I I worry so much of of saying the wrong thing or giving the wrong piece of advice or or saying something that that sends them off into a direction that they didn't want to go in. And um and I was I've been thinking a lot about that. And I, I was um just on the roof painting away and thinking about these and going in these loops around my head as I do. And I was thinking, it is so much better to be to be putting that out there um, than to not be. And and I feel like I feel like this is our mission. And I feel that this podcast is one of the most important things that I've ever done. And, and when people do stop me in the street and say, "I listen to your podcast," I, I my my like reflex action to go straight back with is, it's the thing I'm most proud of, and it is um, because it's it's the thing that I can see so clearly making a difference for people and we we just lost Virgil Abloh and I was thinking about sort of his his creative legacy and listened to a bunch of interviews with him and thinking about his career and the way that he would put other people on and I saw I noticed like loads of people sharing pictures and their thoughts about Virgil and um, Helen Kirkham who's been on our show um, shared her DMs with him of him like bigging her up and wanting to collaborate on stuff, which, which never happened because his, his life was cut so short. Like the dude died at 41 years old. And that sent me into a spiral of, of just like, what are we here for? What are we doing? And if you had, if I had this, this long rant that I'm having, sorry, um, if I had this 10 years ago, I would, I don't think I'd be saying these words because it's the sum of my life that has got me to this point where these are the thoughts that I'm thinking, where I'm thinking, what, what is it all for? And I saw Stephen Bartlett interview Jimmy Carr the other day and he was like, life is about enjoying the passage of time. And while I do agree to with that to a certain extent, life is about enjoying the passage of time. I think so much more it is about creating and it is about lifting others. And I really hope that I'm able to do that. Um, and I really hope that we can make a difference. I think we are making a difference and I, I really hope that continues and I hope that I learn to get better at articulating things that strike into people's brains that go, yeah, that's that's correct and I can do that. Not that I want to be right all the time, but that I want to help people get to where they want to go. Firstly, what have I told you about thinking? Yeah, you didn't expect <laughs> that you at the beginning of this pod. Yeah, I feel like it, now is one of those times that when something like that happens, you do think about, well, what if it all ended tomorrow and what have I stood for and what is the things that I'm doing now and are they going to benefit anyone? And it's those little moments. And I think as you're talking about there, it's like when people come up to you, I have the same thing where it's like, you just want to instantly help them. 
and you just want to try and make a difference because you know you've managed to make a difference for at least one person before because we get people reach out to us all the time and say those kind of things and it does put you in that position of you almost feel like indebted like you have to help people like mm. that's kind of your purpose you, it's almost like you found your purpose on this earth and that's to help people through creativity and you just want to be able to do that for everyone but and I think as you're saying there like sometimes you're like oh, I don't want to tell someone the wrong thing I think it's better to tell someone if someone isn't moving in the direction that they want to be heading it's better to tell them something that's going to get them moving even if it might be in the wrong direction we've talked about this before where it is that momentum it's the moving in some direction no matter which way it is because whichever way you go you're always going to learn something I think it's very hard slash impossible to head in a completely wrong direction to head in a route that is just the wrong way mm. you'll always learn something if you're moving and you are decided that actually you're not heading in the direction you want to be you can then head back in a different direction like there's no you're not fixed down this one route forever the sunk cost fallacy of just life of just going down the same thing and doing the same thing for a certain amount of time like if we don't have that mindset of things can change and we can just move out of them when we need to we need to change that um, I was actually listening to a, a podcast by Seth Godin on the way in. And he was talking about sunk, sunk cost fallacy. And it just got me thinking about, we always have this idea of, okay, well, I've been running this creative business. like Because I think we take it onto ourselves of what we've done in our lives, what we've done in our careers. And been like, oh, we've been doing this thing for so long that, oh, actually, I can't change now because I've invested all this time into this. Whereas actually, what we're trying to tell people to do every single day is to change something. And there has to be a level of sunk cost in everything you do. Every, the moment you're at in your life now, you've invested all of your energy into that point. So whatever you do to change, you're going to need to release some of that past and look forward to a future. Just so like whenever you start something new, you have to let something else go. Otherwise, there's no room for change there. Yeah, you and me have this thing that we say um, where we go, oh, I totally creative rebels them. And that's yeah, yeah. our, yeah. So so when we'll meet people randomly, so you and me will be having a chat and I'll say, oh yeah, uh, I met this delivery driver the other day and he happened to mention that he was a singer in his spare time and I totally creative, re creative rebels them, um, which is basically our shorthand for saying, yeah, we, we just gave them a, a bunch of advice. Um, I had someone pick up a painting from me the other day that she'd bought and she was telling me how much she enjoyed her nine to five. And I was like, fucking cool. And I did not create rebels her at all because I want her to have a happy life. Like, and she is. So there's, there's no use for me there. There was no, nothing useful I could impart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go, well, you, have you ever thought about starting a hard side hustle? Have you ever thought about leaving <laughs> the job that you love? Maybe there's a better one out there. Like, no, you're happy. If you're happy, fucking great. Go for it. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that at the weekend um, about people who do just enjoy their jobs. And it's like, they're obviously like, you're, we're not we're not for them like that's completely fine and I think that's important that whatever you're doing you have your niche and you know who you're appealing to and obviously by appealing to everyone you're gonna can't quite appeal to no one uh, so it's making sure that you're there for the people who actually need you and I think with the with change it's like there's like two stages you've kind of got the the change which is the the element of if they're not happy currently to move them over to a stage where they are happy in what they're doing and then and then once they're there then you can help level them up i feel like there's almost like those that kind of mindset i think it's almost like mindset and practicality which i feel like is everything that we talk about in this show it's like firstly we need to change the mindset into a mindset that but has self-belief believes in themselves sent on this creative journey 
And then the second one is like, well, now you've got the mindset, how can we give you the skills that you need to actually be able to achieve what you want to achieve? Which I think is is the important thing that we try and do on the show really regularly. Um, and it's I think that's where the show is nice because we have that balance of the change element, the mindset element for the people who need it there, but also the practicality, the kind of technical skills that you can kind of take away from these episodes to be able to go and put into your creative practice, which is going to allow you to kind of be successful in doing what you actually, once you can vision it, we want to help you then turn that vision into a reality. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think the key thing when it comes to changes is really working out what you want. And that's something that we've definitely spoken about before on the show of, of actually working out what it is you want, because there, I know that there are people that listen to the show that just want a creative hobby that's not monetized that that they just want a little bit of motivation to kind of um there's there's a lovely lady in my dms who's uh, just she was inspired by learning that i got a c for gcse art and that has inspired her to because because she also got a c for gcse art or o level as it was then called um she's now gone out and taken a painting class Um, and i love those those little acts of creative rebellion of just i was always told that i was not good at this thing but fuck it, I enjoy it. And then actually going and doing it and seeing that actually, no, I am I am quite good at this because you can learn and improve and you can grow. And I think change is an inherent human need. I think it's probably almost it's probably almost programmed into our caveman brains that we we desire things to change um and for us to grow. And I think certainly so much of my happiness is is centered around growth and change. And I remember when we did our new year's episode and I was talking about legacy being the word of my word of the year and legacy when I to link it back to thinking about Virgil like leaving that legacy behind is really interesting when I talk to Yona about that she's she's like that's a very male ego thing of having to be remembered once you're gone and she's like I just want to make people happy while I'm around them at the time. And I think that's, that's really interesting. And there's so many different ways to affect other people that you don't have to have, for me, it's like, it's really important that this podcast, if I die at 41, this podcast is hundreds of hours of help that is still accessible to people. But for Yona, that's not important because she's worked out what she wants. She doesn't want to leave behind hundreds of hours of audio (laughs) information for people. She just wants to have like meaningful interactions in person with and and when it is in person it's like i obviously we get dms and stuff but literally thousands of people are listening to this and we won't hear from 90 percent of them so it's like that's that's me working out what i want as opposed to what someone else wants and i suppose once you you can disseminate our advice that we give on this show so much easier if you know what you want and you're so much less likely to go down the wrong path of of me telling you something that's going to send you in that wrong direction that we were talking about. If you know what you want, and then we say something that is contrary to, it's like, does it make the boat go faster? If we say, oh, you should be posting on TikTok and you look at that platform and you do your real research and you spend 10 hours on there watching other TikToks and you go, do you know what? This does not make my boat go faster. Then don't fucking do TikTok. And I think that's, it's, it's working out what you want is going to, that's going to help you steer the ship. And I'm still working out what I want and losing creative figures around you and and seeing them go at such a young age. It just makes me think like, fuck, like time is running out. Like I want to make as much as possible. Like now, now is the time to really make an impact, to, to get this show to, to 
fucking change lives. And that's really important to me. So I know what I want. So it means that I can pour my heart and soul into this and make sure that it does do that. And and this is a, a random thought, but I was thinking the other day, I was looking at, at someone's tattoo page and it was like really awesome work, but it was all all portraits. And I was thinking, I don't think I'd ever get a portrait of another human being tattooed onto me. Like, are you, are you sure that person's not going to let you down? Like if you look <laughs> through all of the skeletons in their closet, you're sure that that's that they that they are exactly who you want to be. I don't think there is any perfect role model. I th- don't think there is any perfect person out there who hasn't made any mistakes. And I think as you look at the people that you choose to take advice from or follow or be inspired by or or want to emulate their careers in certain ways, it's like that's absolutely fine and good. But just realise when things aren't going right for you or you're having a shitty morning or you're not feeling creative on that day, it's like that person's going through all that stuff too. So often the public persona that is is crafted around someone is very marketable to uh, for them to appear that they have no flaws and that they don't have off days and that they are just a creative machine that just output, output, output. And that's it's not realistic. So I think it's being kind to yourself and looking at what at looking at what you're looking at what you want and then weighing that up with is what I'm doing enough and if it's not enough then okay have a look at yourself and be like okay step it up because I know there's people who follow us who are not doing enough like I've got two specific names in my head and I'm not going to call them out publicly on the podcast but like <laughs> I know they should be doing more and it, it frustrates me because I know how much they're capable of and I know that they're letting other dumb shit get in the way and they're young and they are not when I was their age I was doing exactly the same fucking thing but then don't complain about it do you know what I mean it's like if you're saying oh this is not happening fast enough or it's like look at what it's going to take to get you to that next step of where you want to go but all the while realizing that it's not easy and everyone who's been before you has been through every single struggle that you're going through whether it's imposter syndrome whether it's not having enough money whether it's not being recognized whether it's being turned down by xyz platform that was going to share your work whatever it might be we've all been there we've all faced those rejections we've all faced the the we've all faced those dark days of where we can't think of our next idea and it just seems like nothing good is ever going to happen we've all been there so just yeah just be careful of what's out there of this like perfect polished this is what a creative looks like it's not this marketable perfect persona that is is out there on the internet when we're first getting started when we're younger we look up to people because we don't know what's possible of ourselves yet and i think when it kind of comes to picking idols it is worth thinking about like who is this idol and like uh, like and also how how long are they going to be my idol for because i feel like we quite often have people who we're like oh this is my favorite person and i'm going to follow them forever but then it may be in 5 years you don't listen to that music anymore you don't wear those kind of clothes anymore you you change as a person and i feel like the people it's interesting so i wonder if the people who still got the same idols they had when they were kids whether how much their life has actually changed like overall yeah i feel like it's it might be even kind of like quite worth that thinking about the kinds of people that you have looked up to like over your life and thinking like are they still the same people as they were when i was younger are they still the same people as they were like five years ago and i think it's good to kind of have idols but never think that this is a permanent solution it's just someone there to give you the motivation you need to help you on the next step I feel like that's what we kind of we should have when it comes to idols mentors or anything because we don't know how our lives are going to evolve we don't know what's going to come next so let's not kind of like 
almost like tattoo this kind of like mm. person onto our brains. Well, this is I want to replicate this exact person's life because you don't want to replicate that person's life. You you want to replicate the small bits you see from the outside that you're like, oh, that looks nice. That would be nice to have. And I think you can think about it in the same way that you in like you improve in terms of technical ability is when we first start we often copy other people because we haven't really found what we want yet and I think that's the important part to remember is the fact that we're all on this journey and to start with we don't really know what we want and I think we only know what we want by trying things and working out what worked and what didn't work and then we basically build our own kind of version of what we want for ourselves because we know what we don't want for ourselves I think that's the best like I think that's the way that life generally works is we don't just pick something that we want we work out everything that we don't want and we don't do that mm -hmm. and I think that's the only way you're going to get to what you do want is by doing all the things that you don't want to be able to get yourself into a position where you're like well I know I don't want to do all of those other things and that's why it's so important to try new things all the time to be experimenting to never just like follow that one idol and try and replicate that one person's life because you might find that actually oh that person's got a cool life I'm going to try and emulate them for my whole career and then you get to the point where you're like actually I'm at that place where they were now when I started to idolize them and it's not where I want to be so I think it's always worth making sure that you do have different idols from different locations you never know where you can get inspiration from so I think having a huge amount of role models that are like good at different things for when you need them I think that's more important than having like one person who you want to copy. Yeah, I would totally agree because I mean, as I was growing up, Kurt Cobain was a massive idol and I still see elements of, of kind of his punk rock attitude in some of the work that I make. However, I don't have a heroin addiction because I'm not wildly dissatisfied I mean, people use drugs to escape a situation that that they're in. I'm yeah. super happy with the situation that I'm in. Um, so, yeah, you can take little pieces, and that's what creativity is: is taking little pieces and smashing them together. And and there's the people you admire. There's going to be elements of them in everything that you do, but you are a unique individual person. And it took me so many years to be okay with that fact. So many years because I would mm. listen to. Um, well, it wasn't really podcast back then, but I would listen to books and stuff and and hear about you have a unique voice. And I would think, well, I like, what's my unique voice? Like, and I would find it going, if I had to go back and talk to 16 year old me now, like 16 year old me would have an impossible time to work out like that I do actually have an individual voice. And I think that's why I found graffiti so invigorating was because it was a way of having a voice. Yeah, and going back to that time of, of being 16 and, and not knowing, not thinking that I had a voice and very much like that's probably why I was very much listening to like the music of Nirvana of like sort of like who the fuck am I and like what, what, uh, how, how do I have anything to say? I don't, I like, I don't have anything to say. And going on that gradual journey of working out like what is important to me, like what do I want to change? Like what, looking at the different people that have techniques that can get me there but still very much being my own person in in doing that. I feel like what you're talking about, it kind of goes nicely back to what we were talking about earlier. It's like, firstly, you need to change your mindset and then you can change your skill set because by having that route, and I feel like it's a really hard one to kind of just tell people to go and do because I feel like changing your mindset, like as much as someone says to you, go and change your mindset, it isn't something you can just flick. It, like I think mm. it can only come from experience. 
And it's the same way that you build confidence. It's the same way that everything that you change mentally, you can't just tell yourself that. It has to be basically based on experience. And that only comes from going to do stuff and putting yourself in situations that don't feel comfortable, putting yourself in situations that are going to push you in some way to help you. Like if it feels uncomfortable and it feels like, oh, I'm not sure if I should do this, maybe that's a good sign that you should go and do it because that's actually going to change something in your mind. If you're not happy with where you are now, then you're going to have to change something to go forward. So trying things that are just different to what you would normally do, I think can send you on a much kind of more interesting path. It's going to help you, like it might not, And I think that's what we kind of have to go into everything with. Like doing this one thing might not be the thing that unlocks us, but we don't know until we try. And I think, and that is really important for us to remember that going into stuff that might fail is completely fine because without all those failures, we won't work out what we don't want, which means we're never going to get to what we do want. So it's just that like nice mindset shift. And as you were talking about there, kind of like liking certain music as a kid, like liking Nirvana. I think when we're kids, we want to try and fit into groups. And I think now that's kind of a lot of what life is. Like we don't really know where we are, who we are yet. So we're like, oh, well, that group there is the closest thing to what I think I am. And it's the same with kind of following certain idols, like believing in certain political parties, following certain religious faiths. It's like all of these things are big groups are set in a certain way, but we are all completely different and we're never going to find one that completely matches us. We generally like inside, we just have to try and like find the one that's the closest to us. And then like, oh, well, I believe in 80% of that political party's beliefs. Like I don't like the other 20%, but compared to this other one, that's like the best of a bad bunch. So I'm going to go with this one. And I think as we get older and we get more experience, we get more confidence in our own belief in ourselves. Uh, that we can then start our own groups which is like kind of what we've done with the show it's like we've found what we believe in this is like our thing who else wants to come on this journey with us when that mindset shift happens is you can then go and start your own group because you know who you are and I think that's the most important thing once you found that then it's like okay well who else can I find that's close to me and that's when you, you can go and start a group when you can start your creative endeavor where you can kind of start getting people who believe what you believe you can come on the journey with you it's interesting as, as you're talking i'm thinking about when we did the episode with um sam conniff and we were talking about uncertainty and very much throughout that episode i was uh humble bragging about my my good score in that and, and about how confident i was in the face of uncertainty and then after we did that episode for uh, it was probably longer than a week i didn't create anything and i had an absolute crash of not not wanting to do anything. I don't know, like my motivation was completely gone and I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make anything. And I was going to mention it in, in the episode the week after, but it, it didn't come up in conversation, but, um, because, because I do always want to be honest on this show. And I always do want to say like how I, I, I want to talk about all of the highs, but also the lows. Um, and, and that was a, a sort of really low point for me. And what was so frustrating was that We'd just done this show that that so many, and it's been one of our most popular listens and so many people have got in touch with us and said how how interesting they found it. It was so frustrating for me to be like, we've just done like, we've just done like this, per, the perfect episode. And now I'm in this absolute funk. It was almost like the universe play, playing this weird, uh, weird trick on me. And I think what got me out of it and, and like, as I say, it was longer than a week. I think we're probably looking like 12 
15 days or something like that. It was like, it was a while. And it frustrates me that I wasn't able to get out of it quicker. But I do know people that have these funks for like two, three, six months. And I think the reason that I was able to get out of it much quicker is mindset, which is what, what you were talking about there. And that has been such a slow journey of the past 10 years of firstly, even understanding what mindset is, reading Carol Dweck's book called Mindset and and really sort of delving down into how much of a fucker my brain is and how it just wants comfort and it wants me to stay in bed and procrastinate and not do shit and getting over that and building into my identity that I am someone that works hard and I'm someone that pushes through the hard stuff and and that that takes a risk i i feel like this episode is is a big risk because i i don't know it's like i opened up this episode talking about wanting to help people and because we're going so fucking swirly whirly with this episode i don't know <laughs> if this is going to help anybody but i'm putting out there because i think if these are the feelings that i'm thinking about and struggling about then hopefully that's going to fire off something in someone else's brain if it doesn't, then like, that's fine too. Do you know what I mean? It will be a learning experience and it'll be like, okay, next time we do, next time we do an episode, it's how to get 50,000 followers on Instagram, because that's what you're really interested in. And you don't want to hear this sort of mindset. <laughs> stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, but I feel like you've got like this, this podcast that you are listening to right now is, is this happening in real time? It's me learning on the job. It's me working out and then through the system of feedback we will then see was this a good thing to be talking about how long did people listen to this episode for were they finding it useful then do more of that yeah i think it's interesting as you're talking now about kind of not not doing that creation and obviously like we've known each other for a long time now and i know you definitely struggle and i think everyone does it where once you created a really great piece that you're like super happy with if the next one's not as good as that you kind of really panic and it's almost like oh it's all ending yeah. like it's not going to happen and i think that is quite a hard thing to get over creatively because i do it all the time like i'll kind of like scroll back through my instagram feed and i'm like i fucking love that piece but the next one's not as good and it's hard not to always be on the on the up because you feel like well i've put more time into it so i should be better and you expect your kind of creative progression to be just this linear line that just goes straight up of just like it gets better and better and better and better but it, it doesn't happen like that which is a real shame because mentally it just fucks us up and it makes us stop creating so i think that is one of the biggest things where you're like oh well i created this great thing ages ago i've done four since none of them are as good as that as the one. Oh, what's the point i'm just going to stop whereas actually it's only by going to do all the shit things again that you get that other win and i think that's the mindset that we need to have is like yes, this might not be as good, but without making a bunch of bad ones, I'm not going to get to the next good one. And it's like, I was thinking the other week, I think we were talking about it, where so many of my best pieces have been accidents. They've just been me trying stuff, doing like lots of bad ones to finally get like, oh, some accident happened here. Whoa, that's pushed it in a completely different mm. way. Like I posted a picture about two weeks ago now, which was just me playing around on Photoshop and I just clicked like a, a layer function that i've never really used before and it just popped and i was like oh that is amazing like i was just got so excited because i'd found by complete accident this thing that I then pushed on to the next level and this is coming from a person who spent thousands of hours using photo editing software exactly and it only happened to affect it in a certain way based on the colors that were currently in that image 
So right. if I, I could have done the same thing on a different photo, and and I have since, and it doesn't have that same effect that it did, but it's like, oh, like why did that happen? Like, can I learn from this? Can I work out how to how I can make it do that again in future? And it just comes from doing those bad things. And I feel like it it is this mindset of like, is it actually bad? If my audience sees this, are they going to think what I put out is awful? And if they like, if that's the answer, then probably don't put out. If everyone, if you can deep down think everyone who sees this is going to be like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen, which I'm pretty sure no one ever creates that. Like, it's just we might think it, but when we actually ask what we think other people will think, it generally isn't the case. Yeah, I I, I think it comes back to the meaning of life, um, which as as the more I think about it, the meaning of life is to make. Is just to make, like we're 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 on this planet. We don't have long. What what are we doing with our time? And it, and if it's not making, then what is it? Like it's got to be making something. Like whether that's making a family or or making people feel happy or making something. Like like what are we creating? Um, I really think it comes down to that. And it's such a it's such a long journey that once you do get into that real phase of of almost yeah maybe i might reframe it into my into my own head of of like saying continuously saying to myself i'm a maker um because i know that i'm happiest when i'm making and i know that i have a lot more left in me to make but if my life is cut short then i will be happy that like on my deathbed or whatever like i'll be if i look back i will be happy that i spent the time making yeah i think it comes back to what we were talking about with um Tyler Babin it's like are you a creative or are you a consumer and it's like we need to frame that in our head of like which one of those are we and which one of those are we going to do and if you decide that you're a creative then you need to be creating like you can't just be consuming all the time I think yeah that- yeah Vir- yeah Virgil said in an interview that I listened to him he, w- he was like he was looking at he was looking at shoes I think he said I, I realized I could draw a pair of shoes but that's not the same as designing a pair of shoes and that's a really good point and that's something I've been thinking about a lot recently where it's like, are you going to just copy something or are you going to actually learn that technical skill and do it yourself? It's like, I could, yeah, I could open up the internet, go on any shoe website and I could copy a perfect rendition. I could do a photorealistic version of any of those shoes. But for me to design it is a very different thing because I don't know how a foot works, which is like something that the guys at Nike will, will know very, very well. It's exactly like, well, this is where this bit of foot pressure, like their idea is to make your foot better than it currently is once we've decided as well who we are like are we that creative or are we that consumer because like there has to be the balance in the world like if everyone is a creative then there would be no one consuming anything and there would just be loads of just products just sat around because it'd be too much there needs to be that balance and i think currently in society we have more of a balanced way than the consuming side because everyone's spending so much time on their phones like for the fact that people would be spending up to kind of 12 14 hours a day looking at their phone screen that proves that out there there's a huge market for people creating new things and if you're someone who thinks actually I would like to be a creator for a living there is room for that and I think it's just going to take the time to invest in those skills to get better to get to a point where you are just a creative all the time and analyze yourself like I feel like this is something I just want to tell people every single day look at your phone screen time and look at how many hours you spent on your phone in that day ask yourself how many hours have you spent creating today if the creating isn't more than the screen time then 
you need to try and adjust that for tomorrow and do that every single day and I think it's only through doing that that you will get better that you be able to turn your passion into a career if you're making sure that the time you have the time you're spending is doing the thing that brings you joy yeah and and as you were talking there I was thinking about but the world's so overpopulated with stuff and and that just made me think make with meaning so so if you are making, I I remember when we had um, someone message us a, a couple of years ago where, and she was like, oh, I was, I'm so inspired by your podcast. I've started my drop shipping business. And I was like, I, you've kind of missed the point of the pod there. It's like, yeah, I think there's very few people in the world who, who love money. Um, they love what it can do for them and it's a very useful tool. But to set up your whole career around this is how I need to maximize profits. What's trendy at the moment? Is it crypto? Is it, is it, um, is it drop shipping? Like, how am I going to make, make cash quick? And I understand there's definitely a need for cash and, and you've got to do whatever you need to do to survive. We always say survival first. Um, but I, but like, what, like, what are you trying to change? Like, what are, are you, are you making with meaning? What are you going to make that if you are going to use the world's resources to, create something how, like like what impact is it having that is going to offset that because uh, i think that's a really important consideration that people should look at and we're a few christmases ago um just like opening like a stocking and like there was loads of little things in there that i was like none of this has actually any meaning to my yeah. life it's actually yeah. and it kind of is it weird because like it's the first time i remember like opening gifts and feeling a bit sad that like what a waste that someone like all of this energy has gone into making this one thing that I don't care about that brings me no joy that isn't really it's just like oh I can smile at it for four seconds and it's going to go down and I think when I think about it like that it's the same as almost like a social media post of like if it's there's no real value to it smile at it for a few seconds and it just disappears away Mm. and it's almost sad that someone's put so much effort into making that whereas if you can create something that has meaning that lasts for someone that is going to be with them forever it's the same way that like I don't like buying people like vouchers for presents because it's like, oh, it's kind of, you can kind of do what you want with it. It's almost like there's no thought behind it. There's no kind of like legacy, there's no legacy within that gift. Whereas I'd much rather buy someone a really nice print that I know is going to give them satisfaction that they could put on their wall that they're going to see every day, that they're going to use every day. It's the same way, um, I remember my brother buying me a watch and I was like, he was like, the reason I bought you this watch is because I wanted you to have something you would use every day that when you looked at it, you would think of me. And there's that kind of like emotional kind of like legacy thing there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we need to think about with everything that we do. How can we make something that's like gonna last more than a few seconds in someone's mind? How can we create value that lasts forever? And I think it goes back nicely to what you were talking about at the start of this show is like each of these episodes, they could theoretically last forever until the universe ends. Mm -hmm. These shows, our silly little voices talking right now, could last forever and they could keep inspiring someone in the future they might like so many things of the past just get lost and no one would ever find them again but for the chance that someone could find this in 20 years and it just be at the exact right moment that they need to unlock them to help them a little bit in their life i feel like that for me makes it all worth it yeah that's that's the dream isn't it and and i think i can still listen to stuff that that Jim Rohn has said uh, in the 1980s or 70s and and find that it really resonates. And I, I don't want to be that classic cliche of if if we can do it, then you can do it. Um, because I think there's there's so many different factors that that go into place. But I do hope that people do realise like 
we were no one when we started this podcast. Like we had a successful business that was a brand name. It wasn't Adam and David. No one knew who Adam and David were. We started this from absolute scratch. Um, we didn't pay any money for advertising. This is totally organic. And if you're listening to it right now, it's because it's probably because someone recommended it to you because that seems to be our kind of main method of growth um, for this show. And so fuck it, I am going to say it. Like if we could do it, no one had heard of us and you are now listening to us. No one had heard of us and we created something of value that people wanted to share with their friends. Like we made we consistently made and and someone messaged me the other day and said I've, I've been listening back to in fact I think it was in the creative rebels inbox you probably saw it as well and she was saying um oh I I went back and started listening from the beginning and I was like oh no not the beginning episodes and and she said why do you not think that the beginning episodes are, are as good or as useful as now and I was like mm, that's an interesting question and I thought about it I was like do you know what? No, I think because we had at that point, I mean, now we've done so much in the last two years that we have a lot of sort of tactical stuff that we can talk about. But when we first started the show, we had a 10 year history of building something that was creatively successful. Um, we had we had a track record of building something that was successful. It was financially viable. It was creative. And, and we had done that. And I feel like all of the advice that we imparted in those early episodes is still true. It will stand up in 10 years time, 50 years time, whatever it like, it's all valid. I said, but I think what's happened now is that we have done more soul searching. We've spent hundreds, I mean, hundreds of hours creating this show. So we've had more chance to think about what we think. And the more that we think about what we think, the more that we're able to try and articulate it out to you guys, because I would love it if there was a magic pill that people could swallow and be like, ah, got it. That's it. That's what I need to do. But it doesn't happen like that. It's this gradual awakening of realizing, like realizing, oh, I'm actually already strong on social media. I don't need any help with that. What I need help with is my motivation. And that's why I'm listening to the episodes that are helping me with that. Oh no, my motivation is absolutely fine. But what I need help on is, um, is learning new skills. So I'm going to listen to the episodes that are going to encourage me to go and try something in a new field that's going to give me more skills that's going to affect the thing I'm doing those early episodes as well i think like we are now different people to who they were like that is as earlier in our creative journey like even though you kind of don't really see podcasting as being a creative thing it still is because we are creating we're making something every single week and i think earlier on in that journey it was a different version of ourselves because the version at the start was the ones who were still copying looking taking inspiration from other people mm. Whereas we hadn't quite found our own voice yet. I think if you listen to those earlier episodes, there's probably more more of Gary Vee and kind of like Tim Ferriss and other people that we'd listen to would come through in our voices and the kind of things we say. Whereas now we've kind of formulated things, our own thoughts out of all of these different people that we've kind of fused together that is now our own voices, which I think that's where the difference kind of lies between the start and the finish. It doesn't mean that what was there before is bad. It's just a different version of what where our heads are at. And also, like, listening to those earlier episodes, for you listening to this now, might be better than the, what we're talking about right now, because you might be in a different place to where we are now. And I think that's where it's important to that you keep creating, because you don't know where someone's going to find you, what part of the journey they're going to be on. Because I think when I listen to podcasts, like, I don't listen to podcasts that often, but when I do, I'm very selective about what I do. So I'm like, okay, well, I want to know more about Instagram or want to know more about TikTok. 
I'm going to try and find episodes that are based on TikTok because that's the kind of thing that I want to learn right now. And how, I think that's why it's important to always be creating, have that consistency with what you do and doing it over a really long period of time just helps someone find you in any way that you can. Because it's like we've put out probably like 250 episodes now and all it takes is this one person to be like, it's it's like flags. We talk about flags all the time, planting flags. If someone if someone's interested in how to make money for your side hustle, then go and listen to episode one of our show because that's exactly how to do that. So people can find you from absolutely anywhere. Like, but people can find you from people can find you from any pieces of content you've ever put out. So make sure that everything you put out provides some sort of value because it's like imagine meeting someone and then you say hi, and then they say hi, and then you walk away. The amount of people that you walk past on the tube every day, the amount of people that you come across in daily life that you have no interaction with. But the few people you do stop and talk to and have proper conversations, that's where a relationship starts to form. And because you provided some sort of value in that interaction, that's effectively what a conversation is. Um, it's, yeah, words with value. So thinking about the content you put out, the work that you create, is that creating value for someone else? Because if it does then that person's likely to stick around, become a friend, become a customer, be with you for a really long period of time. And it's up to you to keep putting out the value because if you suddenly have great conversations with someone and all of a sudden then they just stop talking to you, those relationships die. So it's making sure that you consistently provide value to people. You're always helping people. You're always evolving. You're always learning your own skills because by you always improving, that's going to allow you to always impart some form of value onto someone else. So I feel like there's almost this kind of conveyor belt of you need to kind of keep feeding, feeding your mind, feeding your mindset in order to keep creating things and keep making things because it's only through doing that you're going to get better, you're going to create better things, you're going to build a network of people who believe what you believe, who like the things that you produce, you, you start your own community and it's only through actually doing the things that that's going to happen. So as, as you were talking there, I was kind of thinking like, how can I how can I parlay this into my life, um, which is very selfish. I should have been thinking about the listeners, but I was actually thinking like, how can I utilize that myself? And I, and I thought, OK, so it's consistently making with meaning and the consistency part I don't normally have trouble with. Obviously, I had a, a wobble a couple of weeks ago, but consistently I'm pretty good at um, making with meaning. It has been something that I've really been working on of like working out, like what is it that that strikes into people's brains? Like what is it that that helps people? Um, what is it that gets the good feedback? What is it that gets a kind of no feedback? Because for me, that that sort of apathy is worse than negative feedback. Um, and so it's and I know that it will be my life's work will be consistently trying to make with meaning and sometimes it'll be a hit and sometimes it won't be a hit but the the journey of that I'm I'm already on that journey and I fucking love it I really really enjoy it like there's there's I I just I, I love being a creative I feel like this is the best time for creatives I feel like we're as we move we're moving into 2022 and there's pandemics and there's all this sort of stuff but like I feel like it's such a strong time to be a creative I, I and I I don't know what it is, but I just feel like there's this energy and this momentum. It's probably just because through doing this show, we're put, we're, we're, our eyes are so open to seeing so much rad shit that's being done. And maybe it was always being done, but currently I'm noticing it and I'm just going, 
this is the fucking time. I'm looking at young kids like in their like 16 to 25, like who are absolutely smashing stuff. And, and it's so exciting to look at it and see like, this is, this is the, the rock right at the beginning of the hill where it's just starting to roll and it's going to become an absolute avalanche. And maybe they don't even realise it, but I can just see this potential and I see it in listeners of the show and when you DM us and we look at your accounts and I can see like there's a seed of something here that's being planted. I feel like the tools are there for us to be creating, to be putting it out into the world, to be to be garnering the people around us that care about what we care about, that are interested in what we're interested in. There's never been a better time to go out and grab those people. And it, it upsets me when I see people saying that, oh, it's too late to grow a YouTube channel or it's too late to pop on Instagram or whatever it might be. Like, yes, there are platforms that are going to give you quicker access and more eyeballs in, in a shorter space of time. But if you've got something and you put it on YouTube and it's magic, like there's a good chance that it will it will catch fire. It's just putting out those flags, making with meaning, putting that shit out into the planet, letting it catch. Like to say that you could change the world sounds like this grandiose thing. And going back to 16 year old me, I am changing the world right now. Literally in my own little way, I'm changing the world. And if you went back to old school me and said, one day you're going to change the world, I wouldn't have believed you. So I know there's a lot of people listening to this now saying, well, I don't believe you. I don't feel like I'm capable of changing the world, but you are. So don't worry about changing the world yet. Worry about consistently making with meaning and see where that takes you it could take you to literally changing the planet. 100%. And I think you're never going to change anything if you stop. Like it's only through the consistency of doing it again and again and again that things can change. If you try for a bit, stop, then of course you're not going to change anything because change only happens through action. And it's going to require you to not give up when it feels hard, to keep putting the work in, to keep getting better, to keep improving to keep growing and doing all the things that you know you need to do, the things that we tell you every single week that deep down you know there are things to do because it's only you who can make that decision. Yes, we believe in you. Consistently make with meaning. Um, if this podcast brought you any value, please share it on social media um, because we've just spent the last few minutes like passionately pouring our hearts out in the hope that it helps people. Um, so if you think there's someone that you know that could benefit from listening to this, share it on your stories. Um, to send it text it to them just um help us spread this message of creativity because i think it's fucking important and i think together we're gonna we're gonna really change things and and that is good <laughs>